Well, their boat got flipped, and now it's time to deal with the sharks. Today I'm talking about the reef. This is... Hello movie friends, welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about The Reef, which is uh, an independent Australian movie, and it's kind of a shark movie, kind of survival movie. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty good, and I wanted to talk about it, so without further ado, let's get started. Animal attack movies are usually framed like a battle. Humans versus nature, a giant rampaging beast versus a plucky or unlikely hero. It's an easy way to make your metaphor as straightforward as possible, and justifies an action sequence you have in mind. But the reef decides to use shark attacks in a different way, as the biggest complication in a survival movie. The movie follows four friends, a married couple and an on-again, off-again couple, who decide to sail to Thailand from Australia. While the trip starts off well, things go wrong in a hurry when their boat is upended, and the sailors will have to make a harrowing choice between swimming for land in shark-infested waters or waiting on a sinking ship. The Reef is about as straightforward as movies like this get. We've got a small cast of characters and a very easy-to-understand, dangerous situation they've been thrown into. So why does this work so much better than other shark movies? Well, let's start with the delay. The delay between the beginning of the movie and the first sign of trouble works in the reef's favor. In a lot of movies, we open with an animal attack or keep hinting at something awful that's about to happen. The reef, by comparison, takes its time. We get to see how all the characters are related, get a feel for their personalities, and get a couple of fakeouts all before the boat is upended, and this is crucial by bad luck versus a shark attack. This means the movie feels more human and grounded moving forward. We also have a different function of the sharks. In a lot of movies like this, the shark is treated like something that needs to be conquered, which makes sense in some movies, but if you're going the survival angle, you should probably make the shark or sharks an obstacle to the end goal more than anything else, and that's what the shark is here. While the situation is dire enough to be deadly by itself, the shark adds a ticking clock or added element of danger any time it shows up. And even, even times it does attack, it's just another spike of adrenaline for the audience and an emotional, and an emotional physical, and uh, sorry, an emotional and physical gauntlet for our heroes. It's also a how you do a monster movie on a budget. The problem with a lot of modern animal attack movies is that there's an assumption that the movie will use a lot of CGI to create the monstrous shark. It's deemed more engaging than spliced footage or anything like that. The reef finds a sweet spot by using limited sightings of the shark and its attacks to hammer home the terror. In a lot of shark movies, the terror is that once you know said shark is right there and hungry. But the reef uses the shark's unpredictability and speed as the problem. We get one glimpse of, glimpse of someone's guard being down or them moving away from the group, and the shark storms in, and we get a quick glimpse of the attack that either maims or kills the person involved. We don't need to see them be torn to shreds to feel the danger. The verdict is, it's a tense movie. Full of tension, The Reef manages to make a successful shark movie by putting its emphasis on survival. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.